Chris. Hope you're doing well. And welcome back to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I'm back again with Erin Lowry, who you heard on Monday's episode, talking about her new book, Broke Millennial Takes on Investing, A Beginner's Guide to Leveling Up Your Money. And she's decided, she's, I guess, agreed to subject herself to a pop-up debate. So first, Erin, how are you doing? I'm getting excited. I'm limbered up over here. I'm really ready for this fight. You know, I, I I try to keep my my encouragement and my spirits high because I keep losing these things. Um, I think maybe just the guests are too good that I'm bringing on. I maybe need to bring like my brother on. I think I can beat him. Uh, but all the guests I bring on seem to just know how to argue their point that much better <laughs> than I do. So uh, I don't expect anything less from this one. Uh, so today's topic is going to be, is mooching off of other people's Netflix accounts okay? So is it all right to take someone else's username and password, of course, with their permission, and uh, watch Netflix in your home or on your phone. And Aaron, since you're the guest, you get to choose what side of this argument you want to be on. So I don't know what you're going to pick. So that's going to be a surprise for me as well. So Aaron, what side are you taking? You know, my moniker is Broke Millennial. So I think I'm going to have to go in defense of mooching off of other people's (laughs) Netflix information. It's only right. It has to be on brand. I didn't expect anything else from you. This is the great millennial debate of all time here. So I, I've expected this. Um, so let me give you the rules really quick before we jump in. We each only get one minute to argue our point. So I will start the microwave. For, I'll set it for one minute. And then once that timer goes off, you have to stop. You're done. So I'm just letting you know. <laughs> so I'm getting the microwave started. After you're done, I'll, I'll jump in and do my part. Uh, but you get to go first as a guest. So starting the timer, starting the microwave right now. The way I would like to think about this is, first of all, there are so many different streaming platform options out there. Netflix is just one of many. So if you have the option to be mooching off of somebody else's Netflix information, you absolutely should take advantage because in return, you can then go out and secure a different streaming platform and gift that pleasure back to whomever you are mooching Netflix off of so that the two of you can kind of risk mitigate this whole stream streaming platform situation. That's really not the right term to be using, but I just like that term. But you can be out there using all the different streaming platforms for the low, low cost of just one subscription model. And especially if you pull a bunch of people on board, then you can be getting Amazon Prime, you can be HBO, you can be getting Netflix. And I gotta say, like I get Netflix is the core of this debate, but hack your parents' cable information in order to get access to all of those networks too, because you know your parents have cable. Oh, that was perfect. Right on time. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, that was a really good argument. That You pulled out a lot of good points on that one. I wasn't expecting you to hit all of those points in just a minute. Oh, man. Okay. You are a true millennial. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a little nervous. So I got to... All right. You know, I, I normally don't get this this nervous about arguing my side, but um, we'll see how this goes. We'll Let's how this do goes, it. Man. All do, right. Do I need to turn the microwave on? Do you want to do it? Sure. Let's. I think that shows a lack of trust that you have in me to manage the timer over here. Hey, <laughs> if I'm debating, I feel like it's only right that I turn on the microwave, get my bag of popcorn over here to watch your defeat. So in three, right. two, one. Okay. So Aaron, I really appreciate the points that you put out there. They're all valid, all very valid, but do we love these services? Yes, of course. That's why we're watching them. That's why we we go to these services, these Netflix, these Hulus, these HBOs, wherever it may be, because they provide a service at an affordable price that helps us avoid those high cable costs. And for me, if I'm going to then decide to not pay them their fair share to, uh, you know, just mooch off of someone else who's already paying, 
that's taking money away from these people who are providing this this invaluable service to us as millennials. And I believe in supporting the content creators, these people who are bringing this stuff to us. And if I'm going to rob them of those of that money and force them to try to scrape by, and I mean, what what, what are we going to do if Netflix goes out of business? We're going to pay now. 10 times as much for cable? No. So I'm going to continue to give them my $13 every month because not only is it right, it makes me feel good. That's my argument. I gotta tell you, that might have been a winner in the defense of the big conglomerate, the poor mom and shops of Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, HBO. You know, poor little Netflix. I've seen it grow. I remember back in the day when I had to take an HD, HDMI cable and plug my laptop into the TV because there's no Netflix app. And because of my support, they are what they are today. And I feel really proud about that. And if you're an early investor, you've done well <laughs> as well. Coming back to taking on investing, <laughs> looking for those value adds. <laughs> well, I hope everyone has enjoyed this debate. Uh, the great thing is I don't have to decide who actually won this. I'm going to put a poll up on popcornfinance.com and let you all vote on who argued their side best. I kind of have a feeling where this is going to go, but I'm going to put it up anyways. Uh. You know, I got to say, though, you have to decide based on whose argument you liked better, not which thing you personally do. And I, I'm point. not trying to talk myself into losing, but you made some very <laughs> solid points. So I just do want to have that disclaimer of it's not, hey, I'm a moocher too. I obviously then <laughs> want to do this. It's should we be mooching? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I like your approach. You're going with the gracious uh, side of this. So to, you know, endear yourself to the listeners to get the vote. I, I, I respect that. I Actually, do. I think I'm just giving you the vote. And this is me <clears throat> risk mitigating in a more appropriate use of the term so that if I do <laughs> lose, it just looks better. Because like, you know, it's a better argument. I kind of painted myself in the corner being like, let's all be cheapskate broke millennials. <laughs> Guys, you always have to think about the optics. Always, always, always. <laughs> well, I, I think you've had a, a great reputation on this show, and I think it's going to go well for you. Uh, just like your book launch, which is going to be on April 9th, right? It sure is. Very excited for it. Excited to get this into people's hands and make sure that the millennial generation is starting to take on investing and making sure we're building our wealth and protecting our futures. Oh, perfect. So everyone, on April 9th, or if you can even go pre-order it now, check out Aaron's book. Broke Millennial takes on investing. And for those of you who do pre-order it, thank you very much. It's very, very helpful when you pre-order. It helps get nationwide rollout for the book. But whether you pre-order it or whether you heard this podcast after April 9th, so then you're just regular ordering, if you email copy of purchase to info at brokemillennial.com, I will send you back a little 30-day rookie investor action list in which every single day there's a small thing for you to do to push yourself towards becoming a more confident investor. I appreciate you doing that. Now make sure I put a link to all that in the show notes so that way, whether you are, like you said, pre-ordering it or just ordering it, you're going to get uh, the book and also a great uh, a great little freebie from Aaron. So I appreciate that. Absolutely. And put popcorn finance in the subject line so I know where you heard it. If you haven't caught Monday's episode with Aaron, we talk more about her book in detail, specifically talking about should you invest while you're paying off debt. So make sure you go back and check out that episode. And I think this Friday, I'll also replay Aaron's very first appearance on the podcast where we were talking about her very first book, Broke Millennial, Stop Scraping By and Get Your Financial Life Together because that's a throwback. That's way back in the December of 2017. And also we spent like an awkward amount of time talking about daylight savings. And it's funny <laughs> that we're recording this episode like very close to daylight savings as well. 
Right. You know, and I was just thinking about that. We just passed a law in California to give us the ability to get rid of daylight savings time. So I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop and we can just stick that, on this time. That should have been our debate. Oh, Did we need oh. daylight savings time? Missed no, it's so stupid. <laughs> I think we're both so much on one side. I, yeah. I, it would hurt me to argue that we need to keep daylight savings time. So I'm happy we didn't do that. <laughs> me too. And well, thanks again, Aaron. Appreciate you being here for this week of Broke Millennial. Thanks for having me back. It's been fun. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.